Welcome to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, a podcast where nostalgia comes alive. Together, Jake and his friends interview talents varying from actors, directors, writers, producers, composers, puppeteers, and so much more. Who will they be chatting with today? Find out in this Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes alive. My name is Marty Monster with my buddy, Matt Bingo. Hi, folks. How you doing? And our co-host, White McCullough and Chris Bixby and our host, Jake Devenbaugh. How you doing? We are great. How are you? Great. How are you? How are you, Matt? I'm doing good. We're doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, So who do we have today? Today, we are very excited. Uh, we have another Fraggle Rock puppeteer. By the way, this is the original for those wondering. Not yes, Rock. the original. Not yet. Yeah. Not, not yet. <laughs> uh, he, you also may know him as the puppeteer, only puppeteer, of Didi on Caillou. Thank you yep. for playing. And for our Canadian viewers, you may know them as Basil on Sesame yep. Park. Please welcome Tim Gosley. Tim, happy to have you here. Well, thank you very much, Marty. It's nice to see a puppet hey, on, yeah. on the Zoom. That's always <laughs> it's, it's a, a good sign, I think. Yes, yeah. it's, 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 a it's a wonderful sign. It's a wonderful sign. Now, we know who you are, but for those that don't, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, oh, holy smokes. Well, for, <laughs> for my television career, it kind of started around 1981, uh, when the Muppets came to Toronto and they decided they were uh, going to make Fraggle Rock in Toronto and they held auditions. So a bunch of us Canadian puppeteers went trundling down to the rehearsal studio and did our best to get on. And I was fortunate enough to to do that. And then that led to other neat gigs uh, over yeah. the years, some of which you mentioned. Wow. Right. So normally, awesome. normally, um, you know, now, of course, you worked with uh, with Jim Henson and, you know, Richard Hunt and all those wonderful people. Wow. So normally we'd ask a question like this more later on, but I am kind of curious, what was it like working with them? Well, I, I mean, what was amazing for me was it was my first television gig. So all the puppets I'd done before that were like live puppet shows. I'd only seen Jim Henson on the Ed Sullivan show, which I don't know if you right. guys remember yeah. the Ed Sullivan show, but they used to The Muppets would do huge sort of puppets, Broadway stage numbers. So I, I was totally... Um, shell-shocked to be hired by these guys and to sort of see Jim in the studio and be performing puppets next to him. It, it was, uh, I, I'm pretty shy. So, uh, he, he was totally open and very easy, uh, to talk to, but I was a little shy. So I found it a little difficult to talk to him. Right. Richard Hunt, on the other hand, is just a crazy dude. And yeah. he was, he he was our trainer, so oh, wow. he, he uh, I, it was great. I, I get a lot of my skills directly through him teaching us before Fraggle Rock to get us kind of on uh, on track to be able to uh, meet the Muppet Show puppeteers who sort of came in later. 
Right. Oh, wow. cool. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have known Jim and Richard back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've heard wonderful stories about the both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're extraordinary in very different ways. I mean, Jim was kind of Mr. Cool and, and spoke very reservingly, and <laughs> yeah, Richard yeah. was just bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not all the time. I mean, he was a very professional performer. I don't want to give right. him a feeling, but he, he was just uh, a fairly outrageous fellow, and he would squeeze great performances out of us because he would just come at us with so much energy that we forgot um ourselves and just entered into puppet land a hundred and fifty percent so it, it was great there you go yeah so so kind of going back to the um beginnings how, how did you first get into uh puppetry um yeah I get, i'll try to make it quick um i i went to acting school in uh in edmonton alberta which for you guys is probably doesn't make any sense at all, but it was a good <laughs> acting school on Canadian standards. And I, I was, as I've mentioned, quite shy. And I, I found as an actor, I, f- I felt a bit exposed on the stage. And at the same time, two of my fellow acting mates started to explore puppetry. And there was right. a fe- fellow in Quebec named Felix Merpt who did uh, a, a totally different kind of puppets than than Muppet style. I, I'm not sure you you would like it, but I was so enamored by the beauty of what he was doing um, that I just tended to uh, go in that direction. I think the other thing was is that my father had a variety show, a British variety show here in Victoria, where I speak now, and he would dress up as characters that were like puppets so he he dressed up as an english schoolboy and as a british colonel and uh he dressed up as queen victoria and so i think my father was just an embodiment of a puppet and i continued the the tradition in a in a slightly more shyer way because then i could hide and put the puppet on my hand right Yeah, so Jake, why don't you ask the next question? Was puppeteering always a passion of yours? Not really. Um, I'm trying to think. I think it did kick in during um, sort of acting university. So I would have been 18 or 19. Hmm. Uh, Beforehand, I sort of thought of puppets and I I loved the Muppets, but I hadn't really um, considered it as a career. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, um, who, who are some of your inspirations? Boy, that's, that's a tough not one of them. Yeah, that's not one of them. But that's not an inspiration. <laughs> Marty is definitely my <laughs> my inspiration of the day. <laughs> oh, that's the first time. Mar- oh, that's the first time Marty's heard that. Okay. Well, <laughs> Marty, do you, you hear it many more that's, times? That's awfully um, sweet. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I think actually it, it is Kermit the Frog, and I, oh, I yeah. um, yes. which is sort of a, not a very exciting answer. But what, what Kermit did that I think 
some of the Muppets don't do was he, he had a really uh, great spectrum of emotion. So he could go from crazy and all that, but he could, he could really rivet in the um, gentle emotions, which sometimes with puppet characters, they kind of are acting the emotion um, but it, it isn't real. And there's certain puppeteers that are able to make it real and K Kermit being sort of one of them, I think. Definitely. Um, yeah. 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 And, and then I had other puppets like this fellow Felix Merck, who's, who's just a whole different style of puppets. He was yeah. a big inspiration and uh, trying to think who else might. I so think many. about it. I mean, it, it wasn't to be on the Fraggle Rocks um, set, like we didn't realize at the time when we had uh, auditioned how good these guys were. So yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't actually know who was playing the main parts. So uh -huh. we kind of yeah, thought we, we might be making playing the main parts, <laughs> which is an uh -huh. exciting notion. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all sort of, uh, you know, feeling pretty confident and uh, great about ourselves. And, and then the, the Muppet Show puppeteers came in. And, and I mean, we were good, otherwise we wouldn't have been there. But when we saw uh, people like Dave Goals and, um, well, all of them, yeah, th their yeah. level of puppetry was so much more mature than what we were doing. Uh, it, it was, I mean, on one way, it was a, a bit disappointing for ourselves but we realized we had a lot to learn. So Fraggle Rock for me was kind of like going for a master's degree in puppetry. Um, Cause mm. I got to watch There those. you go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, so why don't you ask the next question? How did Fraggle Rock come about for you? I'm sorry? How did, how did Fraggle Rock come about for you? Like, how did you start working on it? Oh, well, I, I went to Toronto. I was in, uh, when were I? I think I was in Edmonton at the time. I, yeah. I was born in Victoria, BC, where I now am. I went to Edmonton to get an education. And after university, I got a job as a puppeteer. Uh, my yeah. girlfriend at the time wanted to become a journalist. So she wanted to go to Toronto to get an education in journalism. Mm -hmm. I tagged along. Um, and I had decided by that time I wanted to be a puppeteer. So I wrote to every puppet company I could find in Ontario, which is the area around Toronto and the province in which Toronto's in. Yeah. Um, and I got, I got a really a, a, a small job working on uh, school touring and stuff like that. And also I got work inside of an office of another puppet company and while I was working at this, and by this time, my girlfriend had dumped me because um, she'd had enough of the <laughs> guy that wanted to be the puppeteer. Yeah. Um, and and uh, on the front page of one of the main um, Toronto papers, it said the Muppets were coming to town. Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, at first you go, well, that's nice. How does that affect me? And then I went, gee, I moved to this town to try to get a career in this profession and um you know then then you sign up for the auditions and you you auditioned yeah that was a really mm -hmm. nerve-wracking process because you had to wait 
to see if you made the next audition. And then they hired, I think they hired 13 or 14 people and they were only going to keep 11 or 12 for the show. So while we were learning, wow. you knew one or two <laughs> would <laughs> might have to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could be me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it, I mean, it, it was good because it drove you to, um, you know, be as good as you can, but it, it also was a little nerve wracking until you totally knew that you were on board and, um, yeah. signed, uh, and, and they were extremely lovely people. Um, I think kind of different than, um, many, you know, big production companies. Yeah. Yeah. And they're still, they're still going to this day, which, which is amazing. Like the reboot's still going on. Yeah. Burger walk back to the walk. Which I want to ask you this. If you were asked to come back and do, play a character for the reboot, would you return? Um, well, I tried to get on it as oh, wow. most of us old guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I think the same as they were like when I was hired, I was uh I think I was in my mid-20s and oh, wow. I was probably older than some of the other guys. So there is something about uh, getting fresh young um talent. And yeah. and it, it is really yeah. hard work, like physically it's hard work. Mm-hmm. So um, I think they are also worried about us old guys being able to um, make it through the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think many of us were, were disappointed. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, as they say, that's showbiz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Why mm-hmm. That is absolutely there. true. Yeah. Absolutely Can true. Have you guys, the, what you think of the reboot? It's amazing. It's oh, amazing. I've, it's seen, I've seen a couple awesome. episodes. It's really good. It it is. It's amazing. Watch it. It's getting it so good. Watch it. Watch Great. Great. We know so quite a bit of the people. Matt, actually, uh, one of the book, the person who performs Moki actually follows Matt on Instagram. I was about to say he knows more. <laughs> Matt knows more. Matt has more connections. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, he's, we have more connections. Yep. And I think John Tartaglia and Donna Kimball and uh, yeah, I think I think all the newer guys like they've done a great job taking over the characters. Oh, yes. from, oh like, yeah, for sure. Jerry and Catherine Mullen doing a great job. Guys. They've I done a wonderful this- job. Oh, yes. oh yeah, I-, I can't wait for the second season. Same. Same. So, uh, do you have a favorite uh, Fraggle Rock song or episode? Oh gosh! Um, well, I liked. I got to play Brule, the bass player. Yeah. Um, oh yes. And uh, uh, Jim played uh, Cantus, the flute player. So yes. it kind of yeah. meant that all us guys in his backup band got to hang out in a lot of scenes with him. And I, I think that's. I got to sing a couple of songs. So there was a. I got like the, the not not the lead part I, I didn't do that till other episode uh, other tv shows um but i got i got to sing in the i can't remember the name of the song but it was quite a sort of mystical song that jim sang and we got to walk through fraggle rock as a band oh uh, i know i know it's, i think i remember yeah so there's two or three episodes where the band was in it 
Um, so yeah, I think the, that that sticks out in my mind. I, I also played the poison cackler. Who was yeah. This yeah. Big, big monster thing. And it, 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 how many people, I think there was four or five people operating that. And yeah. I, oh my God. Wow. wow. On the head of it. So I got to take the credit, but there was, I think two people behind me doing legs and a person on the tail so I found it very stressful, but really interesting. It was it was oh, a, a lot of goodness. fun. Funny, <laughs> funny enough, you? there's a there's a book uh, book naked we have. Matt, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. go, go book frag on the poison cat. Or this was released in 1984. It's actually a book and record. It's it's actually pretty cool. Wow, uh, I haven't yeah. seen that. I it did Karen Bell do the illustrations. The illustrations illustrations were by Sue Venning. Okay, because Karen would do, she illustrated some of the books. She's also a sort of talented illustrator. She was great to work with, Karen. Uh, She's amazing. I know, speaking of the books, Matt has another Fiber Rock book. Uh huh, yep, right here. Mm hmm. I do. Look at that. This is uh, the ultimate visual history. We've we've shown this on some episodes before. Yeah, something about Neil Patrick Harris on it. I never noticed that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it says it at the bottom. That's wow. That is oh. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This this is like a whole like visual history. We'll show a couple pictures real quick. Wow, yeah. that really neat. Maybe some of your characters Sparks. are in there. Sparks, yeah. that, that's a, a notes version, folks. <laughs> Sparknotes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay, just, just found a random page at this point. I don't feel like going through a couple hundred pages. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little tough with one hand here. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you don't have that time. Uh, these are some really cool pictures. If you've oh, not there you go. seen this okay. book, um, yeah. it's... Uh, they, these were taken, uh, I want to say, around the fall of 81, sometime 82. Oh, these really? okay. The boy was sort yeah. of in the first or second season. Yeah. There, there's a couple hundred pages with beautiful pictures. Wow. Absolutely gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. So many. I'll have to try to track that one down. It's on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, amazing. <laughs> it's on Amazon. Yeah. It is. So, it, it, on Amazon, it's, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, so on the subject yeah. of some of the characters you performed on Fraggle Rock, are you still able to do any of their voices? Um, well, I did a, a, a Granny Ma Fraggle, which was sort of an old lady Fraggle. Um, which let's... Oh. Granny Ma Fraggle! That's <laughs> awesome! Yeah, it kinda, wow. It's not quite the same, but it's kind of in that realm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Wow. And Brule was I don't I don't remember Brule didn't speak a lot he was just like the the cool bass play silent bass player in the back but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Then, but yeah, yeah. I need to go back and watch the reboot because apparently Brule appeared in the reboot. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Maybe we missed it. Yeah, there is Brule is in the reboot. I I haven't seen all the episodes. I I too thought it was awfully yeah. well done. I think they've. Um, oh yes. Exactly. Yeah. Apple it's a it's Apple a bigger it's a bigger set than what we had. Oh yeah, yeah. But they don't have the gym meister there, so that's no. <laughs> no. 
Yeah. Do you have a favorite Fraggle? It could be like ones you performed or ones that you haven't performed. Like, oh, do you have okay. a favorite? Yeah. And- I, I, I liked uh, Gobo. I, I yes. Think oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. For yeah. A, a similar oh, reason to, um, uh, to, to liking Kermit, just because he was kind of a, a softer grounded character that all the other puppets would go crazy around, but he was sort of the grounding figure. And um, yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm trying awesome. to think of Jerry's last name. Um, Nelson. Now Jerry Nelson. I mean, he, yes. he was extraordinary and he was a voice guy that he just did mm-hmm. all kinds of voice. Yeah. And he was sort yeah. of older than some of the other, performers so he, he kind of was on his own track he it was uh, yeah learned a lot from him he, he he's awesome he's definitely yeah he's absolutely yeah. miss yeah yeah he yeah. does an absolutely amazing job where he's done yeah so matter marty why don't you ask the next question okay okay <laughs> <laughs> don't go away marty <laughs> Stay with so, uh, staying in uh, the Muppet realm. What was it? What was it like working uh, in the movie Follow That Bird? Yes, I really enjoyed that. That that no. was actually yes. great. I got. To, I didn't have. Um, yeah, is that the one that has Elmo on the cover? Yeah, yeah, because Elmo isn't in it. <laughs> I don't have my cut off, but I have that's, how, that's, how, that's how they made the money back then. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, so there's. And Brian still do. The, the <laughs> they still do. Matt Marty. But they, they put Elmo on the cover without him being in the show, which is kind of fun. But uh, <laughs> yeah. anyways, it was great. I got to be a honker, and I, like, I think I embodied the honker at that time extremely well. So. Yeah. My honker oh. got to be beside Telly Monster, so I spent a lot of the time. Uh, uh, nice. We know Telly. Martin yes. Mark yeah, Robinson was one of our previous before. guests. He's amazing. Okay. Yeah, yes. no, he, he he's awesome. such a gentleman. And, um, he is. And, and he a is. great That's Telly good. Monster. And we would get to ride in the uh, Grouchmobile. Yeah. Uh, nice. So it was a specially built car so that uh, Marty and I would be in the back. And our legs, they had sort of a secret compartment. So our legs could um, stick down under the um, the people in the front. Yeah. <laughs> like our whole body sort of had to disappear somewhere. And it was a pretty small car. Um, so, so that was just a, a heck of a lot of fun and having the Grouch driving and uh, Maria yeah. in there. And definitely... Is an amazing movie. It holds up to this day. The songs are amazing as well. Yeah, the songs. Yeah, songs are amazing. Yeah, and there was a great scene in a uh, diner. The Grouch. Yes, I remember yes. Grouch yeah. Diner. I think we we got to throw lettuce all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that as well. That was yeah. You know, life is good when you can just throw. Sh- excuse me, I almost said a rude word. Go ahead, go ahead. You had perfect. When you can throw crap all over the place, and yeah. it's, it's your job. So I got to be in that scene in a couple of places because I got to be a grouch throwing lettuce, and then at the window. Marty and I came up, we sort of raise up from the outside and look in the window to see what's going on in the Grouch Diner. So, oh, yeah. oh wow. 
That's oh. where puppets are fun because you're sometimes doing two or three parts in the same scene, but the way exactly. you're able to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned you performed a uh, honker. Who else did you get to perform in that movie? Um, I, I did. I know I sang on the grouch, um, grouch anthem. There's a grouch yeah. anthem in there. Mm. So I sang on that. And we, what you would do is because we were kind of the fraggle rock uh, puppeteers like this, it was um, filmed while we were doing fraggle rock again, sort of outside of Toronto. Oh, wow. And um, so you'd get to hold, like I got to hold, I don't remember if it was Bert or Ernie. And we were on one of those um, track shots going down. They remade Sesame street outside of Toronto. And I got to be uh, Bert or Ernie sort of walking down wow. the, the, wow. the street. And um, at one point I was Oscar in the garbage can and these often were like really big shots. So yeah, right. Like with all the characters together, yeah. Oscar yeah. talking, they put uh, Mr. Finney in, uh, in, in, in Oscar, but there's lots of times uh, where you're getting to play other characters. Um, so that was, that was a big thrill. So, so I think what was fun with that whole project is that, that I got to do so many different um so, so in a way it was extra work but um some of them were iconic characters that were just a lot of fun to play with mm -hmm. amazing people in that movie as well as you guys now so marty why don't you why don't you give why don't you give the human a chance to <laughs> ask another question and you can come back okay <laughs> sounds, sounds so depressed with that <laughs> <laughs> So, so staying on the Sesame realm, uh, what was it like performing Basil on Sesame Park? Yeah, Basil. I call him Basil. Yeah, Basil. Basil. Yeah. Basil. That was great because that was kind of like the payoff from like in Fraggle Rock. Basically, I was a puppet extra, um, but there mm. the whole episode and I learned my chops and, and then I uh, managed to you know, get a role on um, Canadian Sesame Street because they believed that uh, the puppeteers were of a quality that we could do that. So B Basil was just lovely. And I did get to make a, a special called um, Basil Hears a Noise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or, El or Elmo made an appearance. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was repackaged. So it was Basil Hears a Noise with Elmo's. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but Elmo was wow. there, so I got the, the, this was re I think pretty early before Elmo was such a mega hit. He was kind of one yeah. and rising up. Um, but that, I mean, that was a real pleasure too. And uh, it's on YouTube. I was sort of surprised because usually they take these things down. Yeah. Um, oh wow! So, I, I need to, we need to look at it. Then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's very old school, um, but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And and Basil was a lovely character. I got to write some of the uh, segments too, which was a lot of fun. There you nice, go. nice, awesome, nice. Um, do you have uh, like a specific like favorite memory from working on uh, Sesame Park? 
Yeah, well, one, I was on it when it was called Sesame, uh, Canadian Sesame Street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. And That's what right. happened was it turned into Sesame Park because everybody in outside of Canada thinks we live in parks. I don't, I'm not quite sure why. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so uh, I'm, I'm just trying. That's it. It is a very long time ago. So I, I think it was fun. I I. Do you know Rob Mills? Yeah. Um, he was Junior Gorg on the, the non-reboot of Fraggle. Right. right. We, we were pretty close friends, so he played a character called Dodie. And sometimes, um, as I was getting to know how to puppeteer, uh, like Basil had live hands, so I would get... Um, Rob to do my hands while I sang a song or something. Mm -hmm. And Rob would just kind of go rogue and go crazy with the hands so that I was trying to sort of both sing my song and control my puppet, but I couldn't really control my puppet because Rob was, <laughs> when yeah. you have a guy pushing you around with his hands and stuff, <laughs> he was making <laughs> me do all kinds of things that I may or may would not wanted to do. <laughs> but yeah. it, a little bit like a continuation of working with Richard Hunt. He was a, a bit of a madman. So I, I had a lot of good times with Rob on the set. Yeah, and, and uh, can you still do Basil's voice? Oh, Basil the Bear here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's me. I think, I mean, Basil is sort of, um, he's kind of an extension of my character. I think he thinks kind of slow. He's not as stupid as he looks, <laughs> but he's generally a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Jake, why don't you ask the next? Mm -hmm. What was it like working with all, with all the other performers in the Muppets, the celebration of 30 years special? Yeah, the, those, they were neat, but yeah. you, um, like basically in a situation like that, that would have been filmed while we were doing Fraggle. Yeah. So there was just a ton of puppeteers on the set. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. The show would yeah, be made in like, a, I don't know, three or four shooting days. Mm -hmm. So basically a lot of what you're doing, like the, the, the main characters are getting the attention because that's... Uh -huh why what the show's about and then uh, in in the, that case basically i'm in the room with i don't know 20 or 30 other people and we're just waiting for our little uh turn to get called in and you know be in a production number or whatever we would also hang out in between times because a lot of us had some making capabilities so you mm -hmm. You'd go hang out in the uh, the puppet workshop and yeah. watch how they made the puppets, or you'd go in and you'd see a rack of five or six Kermits, and you'd kind of go into a a state of awe and <laughs> appreciation to just see all these things and the fact that they can like I don't know if you make puppets, but to make a puppet that's exactly the same as another puppet, yeah, or you've got the same pattern is is not an easy thing to do <laughs> so, yeah. um, i know i know i know matt every year knows how that feels as he's making his own my pants he's, he's 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 starting to just think of procrastination <laughs> but it's true <laughs> you know, 
Come on, Marty. Be, be nice. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not wrong. No, he's, yeah. he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> so, it takes, dude, of, it takes a lot of time, folks. Yeah. So do you remember at all who yeah. you performed in the 30 Years special? I, I really don't because at that time, that was kind of like an extra project to working on Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Fraggle was kind of the gig. And then the 30, I mean, yeah. what was really neat about the 30 year special was um, you got to see the classic Muppet puppets. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you'd been working yeah. with, you know, a lot of the people, but you, you got to see Miss Piggy and you got to see, I think Jim had a, I th- think it was on that show. It was his birthday. So he sort of went out celebrating the night of his birthday. And then you get to see oh, it wow. the next nice. day and sort of have to do fabulous puppet chops when you've been up kind of late. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think in those cases, I just really enjoyed watching the whole universe in which you were in. Right. Because it is a universe. There's people that's f- fixing the puppets. There's people doing the scenery, and it, it's a, uh, it, it's kind of a clockwork to make it all function, and and it's uh, sort of a pleasure to be able to watch that. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Canadian shows, uh, you also got to work on Caillou for a season, doing the yeah. pup- doing the puppetry for Didi. What was that like? Yeah. So, so did you guys get Caillou down there? I guess so. Uh, yeah, we yes, did. We yeah, did. it was on a uh, PBS yeah. Kids down here. Yeah, which is did. where, of course, was, uh, yeah, PBS Kids and Sprout, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, it it was. I I really liked the cast and and crew. For me, D, uh, Dee Dee was kind of a secondary character, and by that time, yeah. I was kind of used to doing lead characters. <laughs> so, in a way, for me personally. I loved the puppet and I loved doing it. And, and also that um, it was a character that I could manipulate, but I couldn't do the voice of a little tiny girl squirrel. Yeah. I sweated bricks trying to make my male voice become a little girl squirrel and it just didn't work. So what they did, which I think they were planning to do to start off with was they got a, a voice actor a female voice actor and they dubbed what I did, which is Wendy Welch often done. Um, yeah, I think, uh, so I don't, for me, it was, it was an interesting project and it's always lovely to, to have work. It was in Montreal cause I was living in Quebec by that time. So it's, it's great to work in, in Montreal. Yeah. That was the best season of Caillou. The other characters were amazing too, as Rexy and then Gilbert. Oh yeah, yeah. The puppet sure. se- the puppet segments. They, I remember those. They, they re- the reboots. They, there's a reboot of Caillou. Bring the puppets back. Yeah, yeah sure. I don't know why. Nice. Um, yeah, they. The, the, I guess the puppets didn't um, either. They sometimes it's just an expense thing. They didn't want to do the expense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think they were trying to give it a an added texture, but I the show worked so well by itself that yeah. I, I think they sort of went well it was a nice experiment um why are we spending all this extra money for something that was getting the same viewership um i don't mm-hmm. know i'm just making that up I, yeah <laughs> um do you have a favorite segment for doing the puppets for for caillou 
for I no, all I remember was I really enjoyed um, being in a tree. I had a little tree yeah. that I lived in. Yeah. For some reason, right. um, you kind of have these nice little cubby holes that you uh, get used mm -hmm. to performing mm -hmm. and stuff. So uh, there's a repetition. Like I, I prefer doing puppets in a studio than sort of out in the real world out in the real world is sort of fun, you know, one day out of five or something, but there's a yeah. whole routine of yeah. the studio, which um, I very much enjoyed. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that, um, that Wendy Welch, not just, you know, did the voice of the Wikipedia was true on that, but she also did the puppeteer voice Wanda for the Mighty Jungle, which is crazy. We did really? find her. Holy boy. You guys are on top of these things. We do yeah. yeah, which mm -hmm. one of our previous guests, Mike Peterson, was also on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. He, did, he, did, he did Bruce for, for, for the Mighty Jungle. Yeah. 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 Great yeah. guy. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. Talking to him was awesome. Yeah. awesome. And, and it's also that you actually did the assistant puppeteer for Owl on, on the Book of Pooh. Yeah, he did. What was that like? I didn't do that. So I okay. Oh, we can say ah, oh, oh, that must be something the IMDb got wrong. Yeah, I mean they, job, they make little mistakes. Okay, Congratulations! Find out who really did it. There's, there's. Is, it, I think it's in Muppet Wiki. It says that I played either the cave's oldest fraggle or noodle. Yeah, it's the cave's oldest fraggle. Yeah, Me well, too. that was um, Dave Ghouls, which I, I mean, I, I'll take this. It. <laughs> but it wasn't me. I'm a PBS wrong too for once. There you go. This, this yeah. isn't the first time. This because I mentioned about that. Goes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So why, why don't you ask the next? What would you say is the most challenging part about puppeteering? Oh, okay. Um, well, I think like there was a time on Basil. <laughs> that's the most challenging part. There you go. There you go. There, that's, the most, that's the most challenging part. Simon was seeing these phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> there was a t time on Basil where um, I was doing so much mouth sync that my thumb froze. Like oh, the, wow. the wow. Um, muscles stopped working. So. <laughs> So I, I think that's the only time that it has happened to me. But you, uh, the, what's great on a shooting day is if you do have little uh, times when your arm isn't above your head. So if your arm is above your head for like a 12-hour to a 14-hour shooting day, you're usually pretty tacked out afterwards and you, you need to have a hot bath and try to get <laughs> back in order um so i, I think it was sort of the, the the main struggle is just the physicality of it um because yeah. it's, it's a yeah. very it, it's not a natural position to have your body for a full working day um, yeah because doing this for a long time can be you know, it can get pretty tiring after doing it for a yeah, long, long time. Especially if you're doing, yeah. you know, usually when you're training people, oh. you're getting them to just hold their hands over their heads and they sort right. of slowly bring their hands down. And, and what Richard would do was sort of yell at us, get your hand up there. And he, <laughs> he would just make us have our hands over our heads for unnaturally long periods of time which is what we would have to do once we got into the studios 
Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, do you, do you have any advice for people who want to get into puppeteering? Well, I think it's kind of a different world now. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, I, I I I was just really fortunate and in the right place at the right time. Um, with, with, I think the right background, like, uh, as I said, my father was kind of a natural puppet and his kind of performing was sort of the British version of vaudevillian thinking. So I, I had the thought process of the Muppets yeah. without knowing I had the thought process of the Muppets today. I don't know. It's, it's kind of watching the shows and, uh, becoming idols of, certain characters yeah, mm-hmm. trying to get in there yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean I don't know or, or I know very few of the people on the new um, the new uh, Fraggle I, mm-hmm. I sort of ironically train uh, Ingrid Hansen who is inside of um, Ma Gorg um, oh nice so, uh, I, wow. so I we- think that my training may have led her to eventually work with the Muppets, although ultimately it's she's a very talented woman and yeah. she probably would have worked with them anyways. But um, right. so that's kind of nice. how you people are. Speaking of the Gorg, we do know the new voice of the Gorg, aka Dan Garza. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the that's new Gorg. Yeah, yeah, new Gorg, Dan Garza. Yeah, yeah which, which we are planning on getting him on future work. All of us great friends with him. Great guy. In a future episode. Yeah, we talked to him. Yeah, we talked to him recently. He's uh, he's really nice. Really awesome. Yeah, and he's yeah. Junior Gorg. Yep. Yeah. So we we plan to have the body. He's voice of Junior Gorg. Yeah, he's a voice. It's done other stuff for the reboot too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah shout out to you, Dan Garson. Same goes to Mike yes. Pearson. There you go. Same with the guy that yeah. works. Same with the guy that did the body after. I think we're gonna have the body of Junior Gorg on for a try. Yeah. Awesome. So, so talking about, you know, all the things you've done over the years, can you share any projects at all you're working on now? Um, I'm well, uh, uh, something that's coming out on Netflix. Uh, I think it's August 24th. Oh, that's pretty soon. Show called lost Ollie. Hmm. Um, and, uh, it, it's, it's a sort of a hybrid of, puppetry that then they um, CGI'd on top of it. So it was, uh, we filmed it, I don't know, about a year ago in Vancouver. And basically on that, I'm just a technician. Uh So it's hard to explain. I think Henson made the puppets. They're really beautiful puppets, but they were puppets that were ultimately going to be CGI'd afterwards. Mm-hmm. So in that case, um, I became more of a technician than a performer. Mm-hmm. So it, it was really, in, and it was a big production. So it was kind of cool to be on a huge set because just the way they make films uh, and television in comparison to what it was like back in the 80s and 90s when I did most of my work, like the cameras have changed, the process has changed. Um, mm-hmm. And so I found that really uh, very interesting. And and I think the show itself, it's a four or six uh, episodes. I think it's just four episodes. Um, and it's about 
sort of old discarded toys that reconnect to each other uh, in the oh, real no. world. So it's in wow. the real world. Oh, but, definitely. Yeah. So, so, so that was, I, I will be interested to one, see it because what we did was then for months, like for a year afterwards, um, reconfigured into CGI. Um, mm. But I, I'm curious to see what the uh, world's reaction to it will be. I'll definitely and, watch it. Yeah. It seems like yeah, same here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Same here, same yeah. here. So, oh, go ahead, Matt. No, we're, we're, we're going to watch it too. Yeah. yeah. And also what was interesting is um, the movement style was quite yeah. un-Muppet-like. So yeah. we, where my training is, is to kind of put on a puppet and make it kind of bounce through the set, uh, you know, walking with a, uh, a good, lively energy. This was uh, more naturalistic. And it was uh, sort of a challenge to figure out how to um, not do Muppet style puppeteering uh, for this project because it wasn't, it was not a Muppet project. So Thank you. that was quite, uh, well, it was, it was very educational and it's always neat to learn new things. There you go. Sure. Yeah. There you go. So Jake, why don't you ask the next? What would you like to say to your fans and supporters? My fan, I don't know. Do I still have any? I'm such a <laughs> dude. Yeah, <boss. laughs> you have all of us. Many of my fans and supporters are, yeah. are no longer with us. I don't know. Um, there you go. You have us. I, yeah. I, yeah, thank you. So, I, I mean, I, it does amaze me that Our there pleasure. are guys like you out there that, that sort of track us old farts down and... Uh, <laughs> some interest i mean my my kids both my kids are not interested in going to into puppets at all they they sort of like having a a loony crazy father but um yeah. it, it's <laughs> uh <laughs> it's kind of lonely out there so it is it is very nice that you guys uh track us down and and get us yeah. to remember the old days you know uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like a reunion. I'm just bringing back all these people that worked in the original tribal metal projects we had talked to. Yeah. Yeah. And real quick, I I did want to ask because it's almost been 10 years since we lost him. What was it like working with Jerry? Oh. He was like he was a real gentleman. I, I was a little well. I was a little bit afraid of all the the league puppeteers, but but yeah. he was so cool. He was just such a laid back uh, fellow. And I I did go to his wedding in uh, Cape Cod, um, which wow, was in the awesome. Fraggle time. Uh, nice, which is where I am. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, so <laughs> on the beach somewhere. We did this oh, yeah. wedding back in the 80s, and um, Richard Hunt was the, I think he was the best man. He definitely gave a big speech, <laughs> and I, I went yeah. and watched the whales as part of my weekend there and stuff. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Jerry Nelson was uh, an extremely special fellow and, yeah. and sort of, well, it's sad when 
everybody goes. So many of these people have gone, which is kind yeah. of, you know, uh, I, I, mean, hard to I believe when, when we, when I joined Fraggle, we kind of thought of Jim as an old guy and he hadn't even hit 50. I'm turned 68 yesterday. <laughs> and I think Jim Henson died at 51. If I'm, I, I believe. Um, and it's so, I don't know. It, it, there's something kind of melancholic on how many of the original dudes and dudettes are no longer. Uh, yeah. He, 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 yeah. He, 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 he was, he was 53 by when. What? 53? Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he has the info. He just asked you. He said Google. <laughs> it's okay. Google. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't planted in your brain. And... <laughs> no, he has not, 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 not his anyway. Yes. Yeah, not his. This, you gotta forget everything. Yeah, <laughs> well, but, it helps. It helps not to have a yeah. brain to be a good puppeteer. Actually, I think <laughs> there's something there about go. having an empty head that uh, leads to spontaneity. There you go. Yeah. So, so is there anyone from like Fraggle or you know Sesame Park or wherever Caillou oh, yeah. that you still like keep in touch with? Yeah. Well, one of my uh, heroes is a guy named Larry Merkin, who is lives in Toronto, and he he was one of the producers. He was sort of the Canadian producer. Um, sort of along with Jim and um, a couple of other people. And we've kept in touch over the years and he's sort of helped. Like I had some, an idea for a TV show and he would help with that. But um, we occasionally get together and, and I, I am still uh, in touch infrequently with, with um, a, a lot of the, not a lot, but a number of the Fraggle performers. Yeah. Uh, Rob oh. Mills and uh, I just saw Gord Robertson. Nice, oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a great guy. He he was out here uh, about two months ago, so we hadn't seen each other for a long time. So we yeah had a coffee. To, well, it wasn't coffee because he doesn't drink coffee, but I had a coffee. Um, We'd love to have him on. Yeah, yeah he's wonderful. Most of us know him because he did Zabu before Zabu Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Which is an uh, amazing show. He's yeah. extraordinary, and he, yeah, he, he's a a special guy. So yeah, I would try to get him on if he's. Uh, I'll try to find him. I'm not sure if he's a Facebook guy. Uh, I don't know how you track him down. Um, we'll do our best. Well, yeah, we'll do our best. We're tracking down. You guys. <laughs> Do seem to have a talent for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, speaking of Sesame Park and people, we did try to get Fred Stinson on, but I've not heard back from him. He was also, on yeah, Sesame Fred Stinson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Fred, yeah, he wasn't, I wasn't on um Sesame Park when he was on it. He also did a show, The Big Comfy Couch, yes, oh, yes, yes, great yes. show, yeah. yeah. So my friend Rob, the crazy puppeteer, he produced that and created it with a couple of other people. Oh wow! So yeah. that was <laughs> like that whole production company really was a result of Fraggle Rock and these different creative minds getting together and yeah. wanting to do similar work after Fraggle left us. 
Yeah. We definitely gotta get yeah. Rob on to talk about the comfy couch because that shows a huge part of our some of some more childhood. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was really uh it was really interesting and in, in sort of the way they mixed puppets with clowns and other Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So if uh, if people want to contact you, where can people find you? Um, well, I don't have a website uh, because I'm old and gray. You can kind of uh, Google me for to contact me. It's uh, Tim Gosley uh, at telus dot net. Um, that, that sort of or, or I'm on Facebook. Obviously, right, on which is how we got you. Yeah. Below, so. so I I should go check it out. Yeah. There you go. You just check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yes. know why, but it feels like it's been a while since Marty asked the last question. Yeah, Marty, how about you close us out with the last question? Okay. Hey, Marty. Hey, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like this. Here we get out of here. Nice spotlight today. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the guy with the nose? <laughs> I, mean, I, have, I mean, I have a nose, so. The, the long one. Oh, Julius. Oh, Julius. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Over here, just okay. listening. <laughs> ah, the the old off-camera talking routine. That's <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's yeah. enough. So, so this podcast is uh, Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. When you think of nostalgia, what do you think of, or how do you define nostalgia? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? With how do I word it better? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> He's asking, uh, so since this podcast is called Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, uh, when, when you think of the word nostalgia, what do you think of? Um, being very old. <laughs> <laughs> so nostalgia is sort of warm com- uh, comfort uh, TV shows and uh, books and films and stuff like that, which is, is great. Uh, it's a little strange when um, you are the object of the nostalgia. So it's that's the best thing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. like to say on behalf of all of us, thank you so much for coming on, Tim. Yeah, this thank you so much, fun. Tim. Yes, thank yeah. you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we're finally able to do this. Um, keep up oh, the yeah. great work and see what's next for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you are worth Tim. it. Yeah, I'll. I'll, um, I'll ma- what, what was that, Tim? Oh, well, bless your hearts, and you're a great team. You're. You're fun. Oh, the you. way you bounce so off of each other. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll message you uh, when the episode comes out. We'll yeah. try oh, yeah. to find the other people from Fraud yeah. you work with. Yeah. Next oh, yeah. week, I'll be very yeah, nostalgic for this. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, that, of course, brings another episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show to a close. We've absolutely enjoyed our time with Tim Indeed. Gosley. Thank you again, Tim. Yes, and from all of us, to all of you, remember that you are worth it and to always stay nostalgic. Bye-bye, hey, everybody. You're worth it. Stay bye nostalgic. Bye. Take care. You're Bye-bye. worth it. So Tune in next week to bye. see who we got. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're my wife. See ya. Bye, everyone. See you next time on another episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes alive. Be sure to follow us on social media and stream us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And as always, remember that you are worth it and to always stay nostalgic. Bye-bye.